When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say, oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. Have we started the fire? Yes, the fire rises. It is a dumpster fire. We need somebody to put it out. That's right, boys and girls. The fire's here to keep you warm on this late October Eve. Halloween Eve. Halloween. Mischief night. Mischief, mischief night, which happens to be my little brother's birthday. Oh, it's my little birthday. brother's birthday tonight, right? And one of the gifts he used to get when he was younger was, because it was mischief night, he had a free pass. Oh, really? He had a free pass to do whatever he wanted, just couldn't get arrested. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Okay. That was it. So even into his late 20s, <laughs> he was uh, he was out there pouring sugar in gas tanks and uh, get, yeah, he's he doesn't mess around at all, man. I got a question about that. Man. You got a question about that in Tuesday 10. You can get that in Tuesday 10. This is Chuck right here, by the way. Dr. Capish, Charlie on my left. I'm Luigi Curto. Welcome you to uh, Moonshine here in beautiful South Philadelphia for a uh, special Funk and Fantasy Tuesday here, Mischief Night Eve. We have um, we got a lot of fun to get into now. We got a lot of breaking news to get into. A lot of heavy, uh, a lot of heavy stuff was happening in the NFL today. Yeah. I'm all discombobulated here, but I made that that little open. We got some new drops to play later on this afternoon. Well, later on this evening. And for people that are joining us watching Facebook Live right now, you can also call in at 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. That's how you that's how you jump in. And uh, also notice we have no call screener tonight. So just like Stevie went at the airport, we're flying blind. Nice. Now, Chuck. Yes. It's Halloween Eve. It's Mischief Night. You're here with me. You brought yes, Jess with you. She's yes. hanging with us. Yes. Now, did you guys do the, the Halloween party? Did you guys do like the, the couple's costume thing? We did, but we didn't do the couple's costume. We oh. went in separate costumes. You got to do the couple's costumes, man. Couple's costumes is what it's all about. Now, what would you go out as? I went as Rick Sanchez from... Rick Sanchez? From Rick and Morty. I don't know if you've ever seen it. He's the smartest Who the man. Who's that guy? Who the hell is Rick Sanchez? The smartest man. Is he man running in... for governor in the state of Ohio? Who the hell is he Rick sounds Sanchez? Like it, but he's the smartest man in the universe, Luigi. All right. And then what did Jess go out as? Sp a spider web. <laughs> Jess does not Halloween, believe it or not. I love Halloween. So do I. I'm a big time Halloween guy. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Halloween. Which is tomorrow. I didn't get a chance mm -hmm. to get dressed up. A lot of people went out over the weekend. That's when they had their holiday parties. Again, you know, you you couldn't go five feet without seeing someone dressed like a total prostitute 
and another guy trying to pick him up. <laughs> it was it was bad. It was totally bad. Like I said, it's scantily clad Halloween day is all it is, man. That's it's, all it it's is. a freaking joke. There's no there's no kind of um uh creativeness with the costume. It's basically no. just take more off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I had some I've gone out some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I uh, I've done some pretty cool costumes. I, I think my my one original one was uh, remember when everyone was doing like the Roman soldier kind of a thing? Yeah, that I was like the that. big thing. And then the movie Troy was out. Yep. And then, you know Achilles, the story of Achilles. Well, I didn't go out as Achilles. I went out as Aquilo, which is Achilles' Italian nep- uh, oh, cousin from Italy. Yeah, from Naples. It was pretty good. I had the long black wig on. Yeah. It was yeah, it was badass, man. It was pretty cool. Nice. I looked Jack in that thing too. It was nice, man. <laughs> so anyway, you ever seen the uh, the caution tape costume? That's the laziest costume out there. No, the laziest costume on the planet is the best costume on the planet, and that is the bum. The bum is the greatest costume of all time. But now, if you want to go a little next level yeah. with the bum, you go panhandler. Oh. Right? And then you get yourself like a wah-wah sign, right? I got you. Or like a piece of, like I've seen people like like pieces of sidewalk. That'd and they just cool. sit on the piece of sidewalk and just like, you know, have a, like a little sign up there. You make a little cash, too, for you know, a little early Christmas cash. Yeah. That's how you roll the holidays, keep on going. That and guy outside of, the Ritz-Carlton makes a fortune, by the I way. I bet he does, man. I bet you he stays on the pen, he lives in the penthouse, too. Uh, he lives in a nice apartment, like a couple blocks away. And see what I'm saying? Those sons of bitches are all liars, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're here. It's Funkin' Fancy. We got a lot of stuff to get into. First, let's get into the uh, to the game, to the night's to the night's Luigi versus Alicia's game, which last week I lost by one vote. And I'm gonna say this right now: <laughs> this was bullshit <laughs> because it was. Now I went candy corn because, like I said, candy corn is <laughs> candy corn is like. You either like it or you loathe it. You're on one side or the other. It's like I, like I said last week, it's like Republican, Democrats, left, right. It's Israeli, Palestinian. It's like you're either one or the other. That's it. If you like it, you love it. If you hate it, you loathe it. And I had enough sand to, to take candy corn because I actually do enjoy it. Like, again, really? I'm not going out and buying it by the bushel, but I will. But I will and I'll have a handful every now and again. That's that candy I ate too much of as a kid. And I can never eat it again. It happens. So here's the thing. Is I, so I, we put the poll up there for people to vote. And I lost 52% of the vote to 48% of the vote. Oh, wow. But I won the popular vote. And that's the most important thing. <laughs> the thing is, though, is that I am accusing you, Charles, oh, yeah? of ballot stuffing. I wasn't even the co-host. Because, uh, but I'm accusing you of it because you are the <laughs> one who pops up. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jess chimes in. And a few other people chime in on Twitter, and they go, there's no way we can let Luigi win this thing. And it's, just, it's, a, it's a conspiracy. So I got to do away with the poll because the poll is no longer valid. Now I got to put a physical, actual vote that you write in because I can't trust you bastards because with the power of the keyboard, you cheat. And it's not right. I only DM two people to vote. You DM two people to vote. And I lost by two votes. I can't. I would have lost by three votes. But you're, you're biased because you're with... Uh, Ah, uh, she actually Ricky Sanchez over here. She actually felt a little more strongly listener side than I did. I went five four. I thought Luigi won four categories. The listeners won five. Jess went six to three. Bafangul, eh? <laughs> well, the point is, is that it was freaking. I think it was rigged, and the jig is up. All right, the jig is up. This is worse than Florida. This is worse than what happened down there. This is worse than Hillary and, uh, and, and Trump and, and all the other crap. This is a goddamn conspiracy, and it will not stand. This, this, this hostility just will not stand, man. It will Wait, not stand. You remember you sent me that two of the picks got switched up by, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Joe last week? Yes. 
when you switched them up, I went from Luigi leaning to listener leaning over those two switching. Oh, those, those two took it to the listeners, and that's how they won. Well, the, the listeners won, and it's, re- and it's a little bit, like I said, it's, it's a little fishy. <laughs> it's a little fishy. <laughs> but for tonight's game, back by popular demand, because we did this last year, we had a lot of fun with it, because it being Halloween tomorrow, we're mm-hmm. going to do horror movie characters. All right, all right, horror movie characters. And we all know how this works. We build a fantasy football team based on, uh, based, you know, based on using... Uh, different kinds of characters and or subjects. Now, yep. like I said, we, use a, we, we build it using a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end. We use a flex position here, mm-hmm. a defense and a kicker, and you build the best fantasy team you can using those things, tonight being horror movie characters, to make the best fantasy football team, and then we vote on it later and I get screwed. So the way it's going to go tonight is the listeners will have the first pick like they do every single night, and Jason Nemiroff makes the first pick for the listeners. Last year, he sucked. This year, he's been a lot better. Oh, yeah. Okay, now he already made the pick. I'd say he's the captain. He is the captain. He is El Capitan of the listeners team, and he made the pick already. He took a quarterback, and he's got the thing tattooed on him. Does he really? He has this tattoo on his torso. Now, wow. thankfully, he only showed me the part of the torso where it was tattooed because I didn't want to see the man's whole business. No, you know what I'm saying? No, no, not at all. And listen, Jason, if you're out there and you're listening, trim it up over there, man. It's a little bit no. out of control. I'm just saying. It was the torso, not the, oh, I got the lower so, the torso. So at quarterback, he took Jason Voorhees. It's a solid pick. Solid pick at quarterback, he's all a, right? He's a great murderer. He's been... He's fantastic. Here, there, everywhere, outer space. He's steady. Mm-hmm. He is steady. So... He took Jason Voice, but now it's my pick, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a wide receiver. Oh wow! I'm going wide receiver early. It's PPR league. Yeah. So I'm going wide receiver early. I like a big, stout, just dominating force. And when I mean force, I mean this guy is relentless. He never stops coming. Okay. I'm taking my boy. I think I know where you're going. Mike Myers. I knew it. All right, Michael Myers at wide receiver. I mean, who's more Halloween than... Michael Myers. Exactly. exactly. So that's why I think he kind of spit the bit and he should have went Michael Myers. I think Jason should have been taken in the third or fourth round. It's a little bit of a reach. Eh, when I think prolific murderer, I do think Jason... Voorhees oh, man. Top. Michael Myers got a hell of a body count, bro. Yes. He's got a hell of a body count. And again, but you know what? He can't beat his own little sister. But again, he's never been... In any, <laughs> his little sister... She's the only one that can control his ass, though. She's the, I mean, that's what I'm saying. His own little sister kicks his ass. Jason jumped the shark when he went to when he went to, when he went to frickin' to, to you know to outer space. I, I, I jumped the shark. Oh, there. totally, totally. <laughs> but speaking of third and fourth round picks, there was picks being traded today in the NFL because we had trade news, and I'm going to get into that right now. The Baltimore Ravens trade a seventh round pick to Green Bay for Ty Montgomery. This is an under the radar, sneaky little move for I the like Baltimore that. Ravens. Ty Montgomery is going to be a free agent at the end of the year, so they're not attached to him. Seventh round pick goes to him, mm-hmm. and the Ravens add another little a little wrinkle in their offense because yeah. they've been it's been kind of stagnant there yeah. for them. So they add another another player. Uh, they can do a lot of things for you. Montgomery can line him up in the backfield, uh, put him out at wide receiver. I mean, you know, they, they had Danny Woodhead there, picked him up free agency last year. He was hurt. He's mm-hmm. gone now. Uh, Alex Collins there. He's a steady running back. But, again, they, they need just a little extra offense, and Montgomery can give it to him. And for some reason, he was falling completely out of favor in Green Bay. He's just not getting anywhere near the touches that he used to. And, again, for the Ravens, it's a no-brainer for them to pick him up. And, you know, the, the Packers acquire a seventh-round pick, which they can, you know, draft, I don't know, a glass of water with. Um, 
The other big news, though, the bigger, bigger news. They, oh, they also, by the way, they also traded Aha Clinton Dix. Yes, they did. They the traded away so, to the Redskins. And the Redskins, the Washington Redskins, are looking like the team to beat in the, uh, the NFC East. And I can't say that they're a team to be reckoned with in the NFC because there's just too many juggernauts out there with the Saints and the, uh, and the Rams yeah. who do go to battle this week, by the way, head-to-head. I, st- I just think that the, uh, the Redskins are going to be a tough out. Yes. For, for, they're they're going to win a game, and they're going to be a tough out. And I could th- they're going to win the division, too, because... Uh, Eagles got to beat them twice now. Even what the Eagles did today, I don't think was enough. The Eagles trade a third-round pick for Golden Tate. Uh, Golden Tate, well, obviously, if, unless you've been living under the rock, he plays for the Detroit Lions. Foul played. 30 years, 30 years old, Golden Tate, be a free agent at the end of 2019. Uh, if he doesn't re-sign with the Eagles, the Eagles will get a compensatory pick in the mm-hmm. 2020 draft for him. That's not really the big thing. The big thing for them is that Howie Rose had to make a move because this offense has been stagnant. Yep. And the lack of the running game, Ajayi's been hurt. Corey Clement, we've, we've now seen that he can't be a feature back. He's not a feature back. No. Uh, Leno Smallwood is not a feature back. Nope. And you can, you, what you need to do is you need to be able to run the ball yeah. in this league. So how, but what, what you can do to offset the lack of a running game is the same thing what the Patriots did for all those years, is you get a guy like Golden Tate who you line him up all over the damn field and you give him the ball in space and let him create. Yep. And that's the running game. Use the passing game as the running game. And Golden Tate comes here, 44 catches, three touchdowns on this season alone. Very subpar numbers for Golden Tate. But I do expect him to pick it up a little bit going forward with the Philadelphia Eagles. They'll try to get the ball in his hands early and often, try to let him create. Um, I don't think this is going to do anything to affect Nelson Aguilar's stock on the team because, again, he's having a very disappointing 2018 season after a lot of people thought he was going to have a, a, a very prolific 2018 season coming off a very, very productive bust-out 2017 season. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, and, again, this isn't going to do anything to hurt Alshon Jeffrey. If anything, this is going to help Carson Wentz a lot. The it's one person take carries away from our running backs. I don't know if it's going to take carries away from the – I think that they already wanted to start getting ready to start taking carries away from the running back. Oh, totally. Uh, the one person on this team that I – do think it will kind of affect and hurt in a way, is their most dependable weapon, and that's Zach Ertz. Yes. Because Zach being, you know, Carson's, uh, you know, security blanket mm-hmm. and just being just an extremely well-rounded pass-catching tight end who operates in the middle of the field, Golden Tate does the same thing. Yes, they do. So I think, you know, he's got to split some of those carries. You'll see a little bit of a drop-off with, with Zach Ertz. Not too much to be too concerned about for owners, but a little bit of a drop-off. And for the, uh, for the Detroit Lions... Kenny Galladay fans, you know, cheers to you. Marvin Jones Jr. fans, yeah. cheers to you, man. You guys are, you know, this, this, is, this is your happy day because all the targets are now going strictly to them. And I, I don't understand why, though. I mean, I understand a third-round pick is a third-round pick, but the Detroit Lions being only one game out are already kind of like, I don't know, to make that kind of a move? Do you think they're catching uh, – well, I mean, I, I, still think, I still think the Bears are going to win the division. So do I. But my thing is, is that – you trade away one of the weapons that could help you win this division and go forward in the playoffs. I, under, I mean, I get it. A third-round pick is a third-round pick, but did you see? His I don't think that you should worth the squeeze on that one. Who, it, Golden Tate's? Yeah, it made me think maybe he didn't want to be there anymore. No, he's just happy. Yeah. He's happy to get the hell out of there, and he just does a whole Philly-Philly thing. The, uh, and then he posted uh, your favorite guy, Rocky, posted a gif of him saying his, that's his feeling. Well, he's new here. He doesn't get it yet. He doesn't get it yet that we make fun of that kind of stuff. <laughs> And uh, moving on, the Texans, another major blockbuster trade. The Texans trade a fourth-round pick to the Denver Broncos for Demarius Thomas. And that's a guy who definitely wanted the hell out of town. Yeah. And a seventh-round pick. Uh, Demarius, again, number – I mean, this guy was a number-one wide-receiving stud. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 
Peyton Manning, see you later. And then he had to deal with Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, and the numbers start going down and down and down. Now with Case Keenum there, who has more of a rapport with Emmanuel Sanders than he does with the Marys. I mean, they're not even barely looking at him. No. They're barely at looking at him. They're hardly looking at his way. I mean, and this, this, this is coming from a, you know, a player who was drafted first four rounds in every fantasy draft that I know of. I saw him get taken in my <laughs> league in the second round, I, I, which was way too high. See, that's people just drafting on name. Yeah. And again, but the Mar- realizing Case Keenum can't really. No, Case Keenum's a, n- a nice quarterback. He's a decent quarterback, but he's he, listen. He's, he wasn't he wasn't Peyton Manning. No. From years back, okay, and that's the, that's the, that's the Demarius Thomas everyone thinks that was still there. It, it's not, guys. It's yeah. not. But now what happens is Demarius Thomas owners they're dancing a freaking an Irish jig right now because he got traded to the Houston Texans and is now there with the Sean Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. He's now the Will Fuller. Will Fuller, yeah, we're going to talk about Will Fuller in a minute, but Will Fuller, you know, not being, you know, obviously now going with the ACL injury. Listen, you have a prolific one and two now with Demarius Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Here's the fun part. Just for a little bit of a, just a little bit of a twist on this story. The first game this Sunday for De- Demarius Thomas yeah. is against those Denver Broncos. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Houston versus Denver. This weekend, Show his first up. game. And, uh, again, I mentioned um, I'm, uh, there was a lot of other things, a lot of other moving parts in the NFL today. But as far as like, a fancy standpoint, those are the big names. Uh, Eli Apple got traded from the, uh, the New York Giants, the cornerback. Yeah. Nobody really cares too much about that. The Giants are basically selling off anything they can freaking that's not tied down or isn't named Saquon Barkley. that Eli wasn't shipped out. I thought he it was He has possible. zero value. He has yeah. zero value. What's the point? You let him finish this thing out and you walk away. He has zero value. They're, they're, I, you're I not going to get anything for him. I There's no BFF point. I might have wanted him down in uh, Jacksonville. Oh, that's another freaking story. Yeah. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a team that in complete disarray, and they're, they're falling apart after the Eagles did a job on them in London. And um, Did you see after the game, uh, the post-game interview with uh, Jalen Ramsey? No, no, I did not. I was, uh, I was actually I was working, and then I, uh, I caught the, the game on the, uh, the replay, and I didn't watch the Jalen Ramsey stuff. Why? He was just... Like broken man, his normal swagger is gone. Listen, man, that's a team that was in the AFC Championship game last year and yeah. spit the bit and had it right there. Yeah, and they beat the heck out of. Uh, and now this England. year, it's it's done, man. I mean, they're 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 not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I agree. so let's get into the MVPs real fast. The MVPs from last week: got the Sean, don't call me Randy Watson against Miami, sixteen out of twenty, two hundred thirty-nine yards, five touchdowns, zero picks, wow. one rusher, fourteen yards, forty-four point four points. DeAndre Hopkins, six receptions, 82 yards, two touchdowns. And it should have been seven catches for over 100 if it wasn't for an offensive pass interference call that, that wiped out one of the greatest catch, catches you will ever see. Yeah. I don't know. I, if anyone saw this play, you know, from last Thursday night, they called offensive pass interference push-off on DeAndre Hopkins. I, I, I didn't see any push-off. I didn't see it. I didn't see any push-off. He caught the ball underneath his legs and yeah. put it back through and still regained possession. I, it was amazing. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, hell of a player, 24.2 points. Killed me this week. I, my opponent had him. Oh, 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 we're going to talk about a scary story in a minute because I had right. deja vu happen. <laughs> Will Fuller, five receptions. We talked about him uh, earlier. Him. 124 yards and a touchdown, but he tore his ACL, so he's done for the season. 23.9 points is a shame for Will Fuller, who's having a really, really nice year. Meatballs getting served up here at Moonshine. Jordan Thomas, um, who was a tight end 
for the for the Houston Texans, Charlie. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did. Uh, he had four receptions for 29 yards, two touchdowns, 18.4 points. Kenyon Drake on the other sideline. We'd love the Drake this week. 12 carries, 58 yards, and a score. Two receptions, 37 yards, and another touchdown, 22.5 points. And the uh, the return of Brock Osweiler to Houston was spoiled by the Sean Watson and the Houston Texans. Bummer. Yeah. Carson Wentz in London against the Jaguars. Here's another thing, too. So they showed the pictures of him, like, dressed up like they were doing, like, the gentleman. He looked like a jackass. Yeah. He looked like a total pompous douchebag. Seriously. <laughs> they thought like, he was all, like, sharp, like, dressed like a Brit. Like, he had these red with the pants. I mean, a turtle. Who wears a turtle? Like, who wears a turtle like, in 2018? Did you see who dressed him? It's like a midget choking you. <laughs> His wife dressed him, yeah. I get it. Like, it's cute. It's cute to have, like, the wife or the girlfriend dressed. Like, I've had that happen before where they buy you the, the outfits and they want you to wear it. But he looked like a total jack. You know, Carson, you need to get that your ass down at the Minicos yes, over does. in freaking Cotman in Frankfurt and get some get, get in the get in some style. All right, go see Michael. Michael will take care of you. Go to the Minicos. He'll get you a nice something sharp. Not that. That was ridiculous. I mean, his pants were redder than his hair. <laughs> I understand. Like I understand. Like the, like listen, I got a pair of red pants. I got a pair of red pants. Okay, but I'm not gonna wear a, a black freaking nerdle neck with it and a, a, a silver blazer. Like a first-class MVP douchebag. <laughs> but that, but I regress. I thought I was the only one. That but I regress. Twenty. I well, that. again, I'm not. You know, I don't call him dad, so I'm not sitting here saying he's got swag. Oh, it's not he, your your te- your grown no, son. Either. No, no, he's not looking. He does. He's not looking like a million dollars or looking so fresh. He looks like an asshole. Like if you walked, if you saw someone dressed like that walking <laughs> on street, you would say he looks like an asshole. He does. That's what I mean. Like do you, like I want to see when he goes hunting. Do you have like a, like like he wears like the camouflage? Yeah. And then like like just just wear that, dude. Go be you. Now you, I don't need camo. Uh... I don't need Carson Wentz to be Derek freaking Zoolander. All right, <laughs> because he's not. He's a ridiculous looking human being. He's big. He's oafy. He's goofy as shit. Yep. But the only reason why people love him is he's the quarterback of the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Stop. He's a talented quarterback at the Philadelphia. He is, and that's why he's an MVP this week. Twenty-one out of thirty, two hundred eighty-six yards, three touchdowns and a pick. My Six QB. rushes, twenty-eight yards. 31.7 points, and he alone is the reason why the Philadelphia Eagles are continuing to win games and are in the playoff hunt. Carson, I love you as a player, but homie, you're not a player. No. You're not a player. Those pants got to go. You can't, put, you can't be that pale and wear red pants. I know I'm as pale as you are, Carson. <laughs> I get it, buddy. The struggle is real. <sighs> Meanwhile. Mitch Trubisky gets the Jets, 16 out of 29, 220 yards, two touchdowns, six rushes, 51 yards, 28.1 points. Mitch Trubisky, I said earlier in the year during the, 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 the big draft special, would have a, a bust-out season for him, and you're starting to see that come to life. Yeah. He's putting up prolific numbers every single week. You Mike, gave me the advice to pick him up two weeks ago. And uh, you know, that was genius. Every now and again, I throw you a bone. And guess who I cut? Who'd you cut? I cut, uh, for Mitchell Trubisky, I cut my friend down in uh, Jacksonville. Who? Uh, Bortles. I had Bortles. He- Carried me through the first three, four weeks. Carson came off the bench, and then I just cut him for Mitchell Trubisky, and that was a great. It's a good job out of you. Mike Evans at Cincinnati. Six receptions, 179 yards, and a touchdown. That pass coming from 72 yards out, but it wasn't from starting quarterback Jameis Winston, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Joe Mixon for the Bungles. 21 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns, three receptions, 15 yards, 27.3 points. I told everybody last year during the rookie campaign before the draft started, people were all over Dalvin Cook. I said, people, I understand Joe Mixon might not be a great character guy, but as far as fantasy football goes, he's the one you want to draft, not Dalvin Cook. Um, And things are looking like I was right on that one. Uh, He was basically Le'Veon Bell light. Speaking of Le'Veon Bell, trade deadline came and went. He's not in Philadelphia? He's nowhere. Back to where he's at, he's, he's on a jet ski somewhere, chilling with Kenny Powers. That's yes, what he's doing. He is. 
Tyler, holla at your boy in the same game. Nine receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown, 24.1 points. The Cincinnati defense gives up 34 points, but scores 28 points on their own. Then you got Russell Wilson at Detroit, 14-17, 248 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. Two rushes, 15 yards, 28 and a half points. Marvin's Jones, Marvin Jones Jr. on the other sideline, seven receptions for 117 yards, two touchdowns, 27.2. Pat, my homie Mahomes against Denver, 24 out of 34, 303 yards, four touchdowns, one pick, two rushes for negative one yard. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. 34.9 points. He's become un- unsittable. He's you, a you can't juggernaut, sit. You just he? can't sit Pat Mahomes at this point. You can't do it. He's carrying a fantasy team in my league that absolutely sucks, but that dude's carrying him. I think he had like 44 but, Oh, he's averaging freaking almost 38 points a week. So there's been a Sammy Watkins sighting, by the way, in this game. Avery Ooh. Sepsis for 107 yards, two touchdowns, 26.7 points. Adrian Peterson at the New York Giants, 26 carries, 149 yards, and a touchdown. And another reception for seven yards with another score, 31.1 points. Adrian Peterson has found the fountain of youth. All right? I don't know. Wait, he uh, is running like a freaking madman. Did you see that? He looked like such an old man, that one breakaway run, though. Doesn't matter, he got man. caught at the Doesn't right matter. He's up over 100 yards a game. Yeah, he is. He's amazing. Um, James Conner. Against the Broncos, 24 carries, 146 yards, two touchdowns, five receptions, 66 yards. Again, Le'Veon who? Seriously. I mean, he's filled in beautifully for them. 35.7 points. Antonio Brown, we're going to mention him a little bit later too. Six receptions, 74 yards, two touchdowns, 23.4 points. Cam Newton against Baltimore, 21 out of 29, 219 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. He also had 10 carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown. He's scoring touchdowns on the ground every single week here, folks. 31.2 points. David Dude, where's my car against Indy? 21 out of 28, 244 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks, and a biblical beatdown by the Annapolis Colts, by the way, and another touchdown. He had two rushes for zero yards and scored. Wow. Which means he did not move the ball forward enough to accumulate yardage, (laughs) but yet he scored a touchdown. Now, I'm no scientist or mathematician, but I can't see how that could be possible. I'm just throwing it out there. And I, the only thing I can say is magic. Andrew Luck, 22 out of 31, 239 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. He rushed two, He had two carries for minus two yards, 28.8. And then Marlon returned to the Mac, 25 carries, buck 32 on the ground, two touchdowns, two receptions for 17 yards, 27.9 points. Moving forward, Jared Goff against the Packers, 19 out of 35, 295 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks, 31.7 points. Todd Gurley mm-hmm. goes all Brian Westbrook. And falls down inside the five-yard line to screw me and my fantasy team this week. <laughs> now, I can't complain. And no Todd Gurley owner should because, again, he had 25 carries, 114 yards, six receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. And he's averaging like 30 points a week. Can't complain. But this isn't the first time I've lost a game in fantasy because of this person, someone just falling down. I also lost because of Brian Westbrook. Well, again, Todd Gurley gets in that end zone. I win this week. (laughs) I score 160 points and still lose. If Todd Gurley gets in the end zone, I win because James White wanted to be an ass and score last night. So you see the irony here? It's like Groundhog's Day for me in fantasy. I can't stand it. Josh Rosen. That's right. The Josh Rosen. Rookie Josh Rosen against the Niners. 23 out of 40. 252 yards through the air. Two touchdowns and a pick. 
Two rushes for 12 yards, 24.2 points. Larry Fitzgerald, he is alive, ladies and gentlemen. Larry Fitzgerald, people who did draft him, he is alive. Larry Fitzgerald, eight receptions, 102 yards, and a score, 22.2 points. And then Kirk Cousins against the Saints, 31 out of 41, 359 yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions, two rushes for three yards, 25.3 points. Wow. Let's get down to the SOBs. There weren't many this week. Corey Clement against the, ja- against the Jacksonville Jaguars, four carries, six yards, one catch minus one yard. That's one and a half points. Trey Burton against the Jets, three receptions for 18 yards. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. coming in for Jameis Winston. He played great. Yeah. Played fantastic. That's the problem because he screwed me with a late touchdown pass that cost me a small fortune. Ooh. Not one, not two. But three 16 parlays oh, God. all went torpedoed because he comes in and leads a comeback to bust the number where the Bengals still won the game, but yeah. they didn't cover the freaking spread. No, they, didn't. they didn't cover the three and a half because that jerk off has got to come in here and do what he does for Jameis Winston, who got benched, and throw a touchdown on fourth and whatever, fourth and goal with no time, with like 12 seconds to go in the game, and it just. <laughs> I'm only going to get mad if I keep talking about Charlie. I'm only going to get mad. Yeah, uh, they got me too. I, I picked for crap this week. But he's going to start He's going to start this coming week against the Panthers. They uh, Dirk, Dirk Cutter has basically said, we're going to ride with Fitzpatrick because he gives us the best chance to win. Uh-huh, but he's man. not going to commit to a starter going the entire way, which makes it hard for fantasy owners. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, ladies and gentlemen, has been announced as starting quarterback for the Carolina, against the Carolina Panthers this week. Uh, Dougie, not so fresh ball, win against Detroit, two receptions, 26 yards, 4.6 points. Uh, David Njoku at Pittsburgh. Ready for this, Charlie? Yeah, I'm ready. Zero receptions, zero yards, zero touchdowns, zero points. Holy cow. That is the epitome of consistency. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Jimmy Graham at LA, one reception, 21 yards. Rookie report. So we talk about the young guys in the league, our young balls, as we like to say it in the hood. Sam Darnold at the, at, the, uh, at the Bears, 14 to 2,900, three yards and a touchdown. Carry on Johnson, home against the Seahawks. He had eight carries, 22 yards, six receptions, 69 yards. Phillip Lindsey, uh, lead back duties over there for the, for the Denver Broncos. The uh, blah, 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 against the Chiefs, he had 18 carries, 95 yards and a score, three receptions, 17 yards. Saquon Barkley against the Redskins, he had 13 carries for only 38 yards, but he did pace the, uh, the New York Giants with nine receptions for 73 yards. Baker Mayfield at Pittsburgh, 22 out of 36 for 180 yards, two touchdowns. He threw a pick in that game as well. Hayden Hurst at Carolina. Excuse me. Hayden Hurst at Carolina, who is the, uh, the, the young rookie tight end. He, uh, he had two receptions, 29 yards, and his first career NFL touchdown, Charlie. Oh, yeah? So you know what we give him for that. Oh, you rookie cherry. <laughs> Welcome to the league, Hayden Hurst. Josh Rosen, again, we mentioned him earlier. And then Christian Kirk. Three receptions, 42 yards, and a touchdown. 13.2 points for Christian Kirk. That was the rookie report. The injury report, we said Will Fuller, he tore his ACL. He's done for the season. It's sad to see that happen. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, he has a fractured pinky on his non-throwing hand, but he's fine. That's what they say. They said he's fine. So why even mention it? What's the point? No, none. They basically talked about this thing for about 15 freaking minutes. And they said, you know, he's, he's got an injury on his non-throwing hand on his left hand, and it's not going to affect him in any way, but we need to talk about it. For what? Pinky's out. He's going to be like a – he'll be very fancy with his football. It's bullshit. Who are you, te- who are you texting? Oh, I was texting my dad. You gonna, are you going to focus on the program? I am. I was on the witch. Well, you know what? You, we're gonna, I'm going to call your dad. I'm going to call your dad. Oh, you're on Twitter. You need to get on Twitter too, at Funkin' Fantasy, and make sure you're hashtagging the show, hashtag Funkin' Fantasy. With the, um, 
my buddy Danny Dow checking in here from Florida saying, just checking in, wish I could stay longer. Hey, listen, that's what she said, pal. <laughs> All right, but thanks for checking in, Danny. 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. I want to hear from you guys. And again, on Twitter, at Fantasy hashtag Fantasy to bring in your submissions. Also, your questions for fantasy football your questions, your concerns, and you can give me your fantasies too. I'll see if I can make those come true a little bit later on. And people here are getting a little ornery, and they want to get on with the game. Yes, they do. All right, because that's what we're here for, right? We're here for that the Luigi Versus. All right, that's, that's what we're here for. for. So, all right, let's get back down to the business, shall we, as okay. our buddy Jose would say. Now, it's the listener's pick. The listeners took Jason Voorhees at quarterback. Yes, they did. Solid pick. Mm-hmm. I took Mike Myers at wide receiver. It is now the listener's selection. Charles is going to make the pick. I'm going to pull a. Um, I'm going to pull a. Uh, what is his name? A uh, shoot. Come on, man. What is the? Uh, God, we don't pay I by the word. I think of the name. The name of the uh, ex-owner of the Raiders, the one passed away recently. Al Davis. Al Davis. I'm going to pull an Al Davis. And I'm going to take a kicker in the second round. I'm going to take a guy with a big foot. He's scary, but he's definitely. The king of all kickers when it comes to horror movies. And just like most kickers, he's a clown. I'm going to take Pennywise. Oh, I'm good at kicker then. Oh. I'm good. I got a guy with a bigger foot. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Who's got a bigger foot than Pennywise? I don't need the – I'm not taking that right now. I'm taking my – I'm going flex. I'm taking the flex option right now. He's versatile. Yeah. In and out of a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. The guy is a freaking literal nightmare. Okay. I'm taking Freddy Krueger at the flex. Ah. Going Freddy at the flex. He is a nightmare, man. He is a nightmare, dude. So you see how this works. All right, everybody sees how this works. So, Chuck. Yep. Let's get into this a little bit more before we make the next pick, before we go to social media, because you're going to be one doing all that. Um, So the trades that happened, the trades that didn't happen this year. Yeah. A trade that I think, uh, and I was talking to someone about this earlier, a lot of people were saying that here in in Philadelphia, they Mm -hmm. were waiting for Nick Foles to get traded. And they all thought it was going to be for LaShawn McCoy out there in Buffalo. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because I'm I'm bringing this to light is because LaShawn McCoy is a running back who's stuck in hell right now in Buffalo. (laughs) And the Philadelphia Eagles are stuck in hell when they need a running back because their main running back is hurt and LeGarrette Blunt now plays for the Detroit Lions. Yep. I, I gotta, I gotta ask this question, and, and the co- and, you know, coach comes out and you know, Doug Marone comes out and he says that, you know, we're not. I mean, I'm sorry, McDaniel's comes out and says we're not trading, uh, Lashawn McCoy. Yeah. Why not? I, I, what's the, what's the downside to trading Lashawn McCoy? And the thing is, is that a lot of people were, were really here in Philadelphia. People that I talk to, my sources within, mm-hmm. because everyone has sources, right? Like yeah, per everybody. source, like per source. Here's the deal. Ready? Nobody cares. Like, the only way it sticks is if, it's, if you say per source, because that's how they know you're talking about somebody that you don't know about, right? Why don't you say Rick, the guy who washes everyone's underwear down at the fucking Novacare Center? That's what the source is. You don't have any sources. No. Stop. Just say it's, it's Jim, it's James, it's you throwing darts at a wall while sitting in your underwear in your office, because that's what your sources are. My sources tell me you're full of shit. That's what my sources tell me. But the people I talk to, that are in the know. Look at me. I'm throwing all this crap out there, right? They, uh, it's just random people that I've talked. They all said that, you know, they're, again, before the season, it was, 
Yo, you can't trade Nick. You can't trade Nick. You can't trade Nick. He's too much of a, a commodity to keep. He's too valuable of a commodity because if something happens to Carson, we need to have someone come in. Yeah. Now, we all saw what happened because Carson wasn't ready for the first couple games and Nick looked like crap, yeah. right? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, everybody was like, oh, my God, we should have traded him. We should have traded him, right? <laughs> and now we're ready to, like, to give, we're, we're practically driving him to Buffalo for LaShawn McCoy. Yep. Who I didn't want. I didn't want any parts of Shady. No. I didn't want any parts of Shady whatsoever. Too shady to be here. But my question is, is that how do you not get that deal done? Mm. How, like, that's a deal that should have been done. A, a guy like LaShawn McCoy should have been traded. Because, again, he is a commodity to someone. He's an asset that you could have regained some, you could have gained some sort of assets in return. They, okay? for some reason, think he's worth a king's ransom. I mean, he's I don't... a 30-year-old running back on the downside of his career who's been injured this year and just came off a concussion. That screams a sign that says, free, come get me. Yeah. You, know, like on, you know, people like put like, you know, tables outside. Put them on, let go. You know, just basically just says free to whoever wants it. A couple of, you know, LaShawn McCoy could have helped several different franchises. Now, did you all, now did you hear the New England Patriots were also in talks about getting Demarius Thomas? Yeah, I saw it. Could you and, imagine that? And for Golden Tate, too. And for Golden Tate. They were, listen, the Patriots don't stop getting frisky. No, they don't. They just go for everything. They don't care. Well, Rob Gronkowski has been, not yeah. exactly Rob Gronkowski, he's been a little bit injured this, you know, this, this season. And they're going to baby it because he's got a history of the back issue. So there's no reason to keep rushing him in there because of where they're winning games. Julian yeah. Edelman coming back healthy has been like a godsend to Tom yeah. Brady. And now Josh Gordon getting up to speed and things like that. And the running game with Sony, with Sony Michelle and James White yeah. catching the ball in the backfield. They've been, you know, they haven't really needed any much. But now if they go ahead and go, if they would have got Demarius Thomas or Golden Tate, my, oh God. my God. My God, Tom Brady might have played until he's 50. Yeah. So he would he would have been enticed to holy cow he probably would have been enticed to but again I, I look at this and I, I I feel bad for some players who were stuck in certain situations who I feel that it's almost like a mercy trade yeah right like look at look at Arizona who has Larry Fitzgerald right what's the point of keeping Larry Fitzgerald there Now, if you're another team, he like why would you? He's retiring there. That's his like whole. I'm one. He's not retiring one, one there. Team. He's dying there. No. Ever since Kurt Warner left, it's it, it, you know he had a couple good seasons with Carson Palmer, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And there's some guys I would like to see get traded just to have a chance. You know, back in the day, like I, I like to see. Like, I, I was I was always hoping Minnesota would trade um, Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. so he'd have a chance to win something. There's people laughing over there in the uh, in the background. What's what's so funny? No. Oh, that's so the Giants' backup quarterback got arrested. He almost ran over a cop. Nice. Well, at least he's got his accuracy up. I mean, that's a good thing, right? At least you can see some stuff. This is a joke. That's a joke, right? That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. It's true. I, I can't believe this, man. Well, at least, like I said, we were saying that, that the Giants' backup quarterback is accurate, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And he he's, he's obviously doesn't care about pressure too much. No. All right? But, he, but the thing is he's, he's – He's got job security. He, oh, he's going to be – He's, he's going to be security. Like, maximum security is what he's going <laughs> to be in pretty much. But, uh, again, the, the Giants being 1-7, I don't think they're in a rush to, back, to bail out their backup quarterback. I'm pretty sure – I think they let him sleep this one off in jail for a little while. That would be my best guess. Yeah, so. I could take your guess. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. People, like I said, they, they, they watch the show religiously, but they don't call. I want to talk to the people. 
It's Halloween, man. I want to. I want to. I want to hear what, what your favorite Halloween costume was. What's your? You know, Chuck, Chuck already said you went out as uh, who? Ricky Sanchez. I went as Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez, the, uh, the, the former universe. mayor of Ohio. <laughs> and Jess went out as a spider web. But now this. Us. What, now what have you gone as? When's the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Yeah, you. Okay, okay, so what'd you go out as? All right, well, we got a ball of sunshine over here on my right. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm, I'm, kind, I'm really upset. I, I wanted to do a Halloween costume this year. Now, tomorrow, we got the Tony Bruno show. We're going to be here on Wednesday. Are you going to do costumes? I'm not going to do costumes. Like, I had, have to. I, I had some costume ideas. The problem is I couldn't get them ready to go yet. I yeah. couldn't get a haircut in time. I was going to go as Vincent Antonelli from, uh, from My Blue Heaven. <laughs> nice. Um, and then I was going to do a very unpolitically correct costume. What's that? Well, I was going to put one. I was going to put. <laughs> this is, I wasn't going to go blackface. No. Completely. I think blackface is funny. Because I, you know oh, me. Oh, stay away from it, I, Luigi. I wasn't going to go blackface. <laughs> all right. But I was going to. I was going to put one tiny, teeny, incy wincy little brown dot yeah. on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I was going to wear a white suit. Yeah. And when people asked me what I was, I was going to say, I'm all that's left of Sammy Sosa. Oh. That's what I did. But he did it to himself. He, he did. He went whiteface. He, he did. went whiteface. Why isn't that considered racist when he does it? Because, because it, he went whiteface. You can go. What do you mean, you people? There's nothing wrong with going blackface. No. It's funny, okay? Uh, I'm going white. It's he not went very white PC. Face. It's not very PC these days. Michael Jackson went white face. Yes, he did. But I think that's Pepsi's fault. That is Pepsi's fault. That's why I stopped drinking that crap, man. Yeah. They burned them. They burned them white. I've always been a Coke guy anyway. Yeah. Well, you know me. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Not that Coke. Oh. Rick James, damn it. All right, let's get back to the game. Let's get back right. to the game. It's your pick, Chuck. I haven't got, you got it. Now, do you have a pick, Actually, you have a pick from Twitter? Take one from, from do we have a pick from Twitter? Nobody from Twitter right oh, now. Man, so. it's been quiet on the web. It's been quiet on the web. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for any of the Joes, and none of them have even... Well, one's working, the other one's not. I'm even talking to third Joe. It's Where's... your pick. Joe Quillen's listening right now. Yeah, we're... I have nothing right now, so I guess I'm picking. You make your pick. It's all right. It's a quiet night tonight. It's all mischief right. night. People are out getting rowdy. Let's do this. We're gonna, on, go for, we're gonna go for a uh, we're gonna go for a running back, okay? And um, let's see here. Make sure I got this. Yeah, we're gonna go for a running back, and uh, we're gonna go for a small guy. I like those small running backs that get the good PPR. Uh, uh, I'm, gonna go, to... I'm gonna go Chucky. Ah, I'm gonna grab Chucky. Chucky. I love Chucky. I think he's a great running back in this league. I love Chucky. Oh, and Joe Quillen checks in. He says he's actually going to be here and going to be in costume. Oh, no way. Oh, yes. God. I just, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm really not looking forward to seeing whatever the hell you're going to dress up. Have you ever see this guy in just regular costume? Yeah, it's not scary. good. scary. Um, <laughs> Where are you I'm going to go running back, too. All right. This guy can tote the rock. Oh, yeah? And a chainsaw at the same time. Oh, I'm taking nice. Leatherface. Oh, chainsaw Massacre. You think uh, he was going to last past the third? No. Come on, brother. I was thinking him at, at defense, though. I, I don't know. Chainsaw is your defense? Yeah. Nah. nah, he's not a good defender. He's too, he's, he's too all over the Actually, place. Actually, there is a he's too solid. Many goddamn, he, he had way too many personal, personal penalties. There's one, and I'll make the hint to it right now. There's one defense for the horror 
characters. There's one that goes above all else, but we'll wait until that comes up. What do you got? Should I make the pick? Make the pick. All right, we're going defense. We're going to go the blob. The best defenser could possibly be in a horror character. The blob will absolutely just engulf everything. All right, man. Take it. That's the defense, man. Go blob. I'm not, I, I don't know, man. I've never even seen the blob. You've never seen the blob? I've never seen the it's blob. It's the classic horror flick. You get all the people running out of the, the movie theater. I know. But and that's it's oozing out. And I get it. I get it. But speaking of classic. Yeah. This is where I'm going to run away with this thing. Speaking of classic. Okay. I'm taking my, I'm taking the, uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go wide receiver. All right. This guy, he can, he can fly. Okay. I mean, like a bat. Seriously. Oh, wow. I'm going Dracula. Oh. Taking my boy Dracula. Jeez. What was that? No, I'm not Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Jesus. All right, let me recap this thing. This is a biblical beatdown already. I don't think so. The listeners at quarterback got Jason Voorhees. The running back is Chucky. Their defense is the blob, and their kicker is Pennywise from it. Me, I have running back is Leatherface. My wide receivers are Mike Myers and Dracula, and my flex is Freddy Krueger. Come on, man. Andrew, you making a pick? No, what is your Halloween costume? No. What are you dressed as? Oh, you're dressed as 21 Pilots? <laughs> no, I mean, are you making a pick for the... Uh, you wore a t-shirt of the band you're going to see? <laughs> Easy with the language. You don't, scare, you don't watch any scary movies? See, that's the thing either. I, did, I, I really don't even watch horror flicks. Hold on, time out. I never really watched the horror movies. And true confession, because this is a question you brought up. I talked about this the other day. I answered a question of yours yeah. on one of your uh, Dr. Catfish Charlie's 10, 10 questions he asked during the course of the night. Mm -hmm. Is the first time I ever saw Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street, was last year. Wow. This pet was the last time I was with someone I was seeing at the time. Yeah. And she hadn't seen it either. And it was the first time that either of us... And I laughed my ass off at this movie. Because it's real bad graphics-wise It's now. freaking horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. But it's funny as hell. No, you got to watch Freddy. Nightmare on Elm Street is the funniest freaking movie you'll ever... It's stone-cold comedy. It's stone-cold comedy. It's comedy. <laughs> Comes out of the bed. Ah. There's a woman talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with what we're doing here. <laughs> All right, let's get back down to the business here. All right. All right. What do you got, Chuck? Your pick. All right, we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with one from Jason Nemiroff because. All right, so all right, Nemiroff's checking in. What's he got? I think we're going uh, wide receiver, and we're gonna go with Ghostface from Scream. He's a slasher. He's gonna slash the defense. He's he's great. So we're gonna go Ghostface. 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 It's a hell of a slasher. I. Okay. The only ghost face I know is sings back up for the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, he had four. He had four movies based off this guy. He just kept coming back in the Scream movies. You have a literal dumpster fire of a team. Seriously, literal dumpster fire of a team. I can I can pretty much just mail this thing in from here. Mail it. Let's go. All right. So now, quarterback. So I, want to, I don't even need to take the damn quarterback. Uh, let's go with... 
go tight end. You're going tight end? I'm going to go tight end. All right. I'm going pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh, that was another one of them. Pinhead from Hellraiser. Your team itself just scares me. How bad it is. <laughs> That's what scares me. When, it, when, when we take it in the vote this week, just <laughs> don't be surprised. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be shocked if you take it in the vote because it'll be a goddamn conspiracy. That's what will happen. I'll make sure I get my people out to vote. Rock people are vote. saying no respect. On, but there is no we're gonna, respect. We're going to have a red it. wave of blood here yeah. for the listeners. Is it your menstrual cycle? Is that what it is? <laughs> Are you hemorrhaging from your pretty place, Charles? No, is that what's going on? I have a here? red wave, man. Red wave. By the way, that's, that's, that's my saying. That's what I say. Oh, yeah. When, they're on the, when, when it's that time of the month, <laughs> I say, are you hemorrhaging from your pretty place? Oh, wow. No, there's nothing wrong with it. No. It's a beautiful thing. It means the body's working. But I get it means that. you're clearing yourself out. I, have a, I, have a, I, I, I man straight every now and again. I do. I don't bleed. I just bitch. That's what I do. I just you ever bitch. cry a little bit? Just... I cry every day, buddy. Oh, man. I cry every day. I carve t- 10 minutes every day. I cry. Cry every day. It's healthy, man. Gotta it clear, is healthy. Got to clear the ducks. Well, yeah, and then d- d- depression and shit like that, too. Oh, shit. Clinical drugs. Gotcha. Meanwhile, <laughs> let's get back. Let's make one more pick. Let's get I'm, back to the Eagles. And then we're going to do your, your, uh, your Tuesday 10, Chuck. All right, sounds good. One more pick. One more pick, and it's off to the Tuesday 10. I'm going to go back to the Nemiroff list. Hmm. Next week, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a, uh, I'm sorry, two weeks from now, be a special guest. Doug McGregor has challenged me one-on-one in a Luigi vs. A listener contest. Oh, wow. He's already picked his subject, and it's going to be him and I, heads up here at Moonshine, live and in person for some serious cash. Oh, wow. It's Rich's money who owns Moon, not my money. I'm not putting my own money on. Oh, wow. But uh, but he'll be here. Mm -hmm. So come by. Check it out. Doug McGregor in the flesh. Wow. Newly married. So he's, you know... He's feeling good because he's getting late. That's yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? He's feeling his oats. Well, he's about to get bucked. I'll tell you that right now. Ooh, I didn't know that word was loud. Well, it's, it, it's not, but it's my show. So go ahead. All right. So uh, we're going to go Norman Bates. Okay. Norman Bates is good. We're going to go with Psycho. the flex. At the flex? Yeah. I like it. I think him head-to-head with Freddy Krueger, might, he might take it. It's decent. Yeah. Um, I think it's strategy now. Take him out of the running back. Mm-hmm. This guy was—he's guy runs in tight, tight areas yeah. like hallways, kitchens, bedrooms, yeah. outside. Taking my man Jack Torrance from The Shining. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't even know. You don't. You never. I seen know. Him. I know who he is. I've seen the movie. Oh yeah, Chris over here from. Uh, we got mixtape. Mixtape Chris over here. Know him. Oh, well, what am I, a Mirage? What do you got? I'm going to pay me no mind list? Can I get a drink, too? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you go over there. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I teach this kid the ropes. Shows you no respect. I show him how to, I show him, I show him, uh, how to make mixtapes for chicks. Yeah, I saw that. So that he, can get, you know, he, can, he can get some action. He, can, you know, he, has, he, has to do, he has to do it the way that everyone's doing it now on social media. I'm teaching him <laughs> old school ways. Yeah. And this is the, the freaking payment I get. He doesn't even know I'm here. No love. I tip the kid every freaking week. No. He's off the Christmas list. <laughs> Bastard. All right. So I took Jack Torrance. All right, Charlie, let's yep. get down to the Tuesday 10. Let's do the Tuesday 10 now. All right, let's go. This is the 10 questions Charlie asked me every single Tuesday. He comes up with them during the course of his day. He asked them later on on Twitter, at Dr. Catfish Charlie, where you guys can answer too. And uh, I have no idea what they are. They're predetermined by him. I changed that today, by the way. What do you mean? I changed the name. What is it now? It's uh, Golden Taters. 
You're just for the, just for the, I mean, the, a week. I mean, I'll, I'll let that. Charlie, what are you, five? I love me some Golden Taint. I, I was excited about it. Should have changed the Golden Taint. Eh. All right, you ready? Meanwhile. Number one, who pulled off the best trade of the NFL trade deadline? Today? Well, I'd say <laughs> the last two and a half weeks. I'd say I'd, I'd put the Amari Cooper. Any, I mean, if you want to pick one of those. Last two weeks. Three. I think the best trade that was pulled off. To be 100% honest and fair, even though how much I hate Amari Cooper. Yeah. I think John Gruden pulled off the best trade because he got a one for him. Yes, he did. I think that was the, hey, thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Thanks, Spider. That's the big, Oakland's the big winner. I think Oakland, the Oakland Raiders are the winner. Yep. I'd agree. All right. Number two, whose fantasy football value went up with, with uh, the deadline trades? Whose fantasy football value went up? Yeah, Demarius Thomas without a freaking shadow of a doubt. Yeah. He is now going to be opposite of, of DeAndre Hopkins, going to make life a hell of a lot easier to get open. And, again, playing in the AFC South as opposed to playing now in the AFC North, he's going to be a hell of a lot easier getting open. Yep. All right. Whose fantasy football value took the biggest hit out of those guys traded? Case Keenum's. Okay. Case Keenum's because he does lose Demarius Thomas. And that, that is that – is, uh, I mean – Actually, you know, I'm going to switch that. It's actually not Case Keem. I, I actually believe it's Matt Stafford's. Yes, it is. I think Matt Stafford's value goes down. It's not immense because they really weren't using Golden Tate as much as, as, the, as no. they were. the past. Like I said, only 44 catches for three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you know, another one of those reliable security blanket underneath guys that he used to love to have. And, I mean, again, you can use him, you know, as basically a, a de facto running back by using him in the passing game. Yeah. So I do think that the, uh, the Matt Stafford probably is the one who loses out a little bit most. But the guy who's been losing the absolute most is probably David Carr. Yeah. He, he lost Khalil Mack on defense. Yeah. He lost Amari Cooper on offense. His whole team's going bye-bye. He lost his team. Yeah. I mean, he's probably – He's I mean, crying feel, on the football field. I'd feel bad for him if I cared. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite Thanks. moment – of the 2008 World Series slash the, the festivities afterwards. Oh, okay. So this is the uh, – so the Boston Red Sox just beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in the World Series. Yes. And it – hang on a second. I'll let you know when audience <laughs> participation time is. Let, let it develop. Give me a second. So – She's biting your head off. I just have to mention the fact that the Red Sox did just win the World Series. I picked the Dodgers in six. I went with my heart, not with my head. Uh, but, again, it's, it's the anniversary of the 2008 Phillies winning the World Series and Charlie being from Philadelphia and I being from Philadelphia. And um, 10 years ago today, the Phillies won the World Series. Yep. My favorite moment from the series or from the entire th- the season? No, series and post-series. All right. So from the series, it would have to be it's – got, it's, it's got to be the final out. It's got to be the strikeout. I mean, that's, that's, that's it. Brat Lidge, just the strikeout, the dropping them. That's, that's my favorite. Like, you'll get your chance. Hang on. Hang tight. Hang, don't lose your tits. Hang tight. Uh, post. Post would probably be, it, it was the parade. But not the Chase Utley moment at the parade. It was just being at the parade. That whole fill it And it was just a million people out there, see a red, 
everyone knew everyone. It wasn't ra- it was just perfect, man. Everyone was happy. And it was the best part about it was is that before this before game seven, we were supposed to have all this rain. Yep. Right? So the rain was supposed to screw everything up, but it turned out to be a great day for the parade, and that was it. Now hold on a second here. My dear friend Andrea is getting ready to leave. She's coming over here to, to, to scold me because, because my favorite memory wasn't her favorite memory. Excuse me for being free of thought. You got to come up. I, we just met. We just said that. Just the World Series and then post series. All right, listener, Andrea is over here pissed. Playoffs. Oh, she's changing the rules. Home runs. Well, yeah, that's my favorite moment. Dodgers Stadium, because we all hate the Dodgers and everybody in Los Angeles. That's my no. We don't hate everyone in Los Angeles. No, we don't. There's a lot of lovely people living in Los Angeles. I'm gonna be in LA February 20th. Hate the fans of Los Angeles, and so happy they lost. (laughs) And two favorite moment: Jason Worth with his little with his big hands in the stands. And Jason Utley saying, we're fucking champions. And Jason Wurst gets up with that big hand on his fist. Of course, I was at inside the Citizens Bank Park. I was supposed to be there. I, I, I couldn't make it there. Because I had season tickets, so it was amazing. Yes. That's awesome. And there was no World Series. It was just Matt Steers' home run in Los Angeles. Because <laughs> I hate the Dodgers. I'd love, okay. Ch- love Chase's... Uh, Quick think when he stopped to throw it the first and threw it home. Yeah. I mean, that saved the whole thing. That made it happen. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. The fire rises. <laughs> Next question. All right. I think we might have lost Facebook Live, by the way. What's the most iconic, no delay moment from TV history? The most iconic. No delayed moment? Yeah, they didn't have a delay for the TV and something happened. What's the most iconic one of those? Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> sucks. That's one of them. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably got to be it. It's got to be Chase Utley's sane world bleeping champions. It's either that, the guy that says uh, F him right in the, uh, you know, Oh, F him right in the P. Yeah, right. and then, or the Bud Dwyer moment. I got to think of the three. Doug McGregor said, is O's wall getting shot? Count? Oh. Come on, dude. Really? No. Bud Dwyer's no, got no. the most. The worst one. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't a word. It was an action, and that was probably Owen Hart dying. When Owen Hart came out. Oh, and he, he fell. Yeah, he fell from the rafters. He was, he was, um, yeah, I remember he was, that. uh, what are, what are those things called? Um, trapeze or no, whatever. not a trapeze. The, um, you know, you hang the on to him. wire. Yeah, yeah, it was from a high wire. You just, you hang on him and you scroll and you skeet down or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah he died on that. That, that was probably it for me. But that, that question sucked, Chuck. Yeah. Next question. When did you realize that your childhood favorite child or child stars were becoming grown ups? When did I realize that my favorite yeah, childhood stars moment? were becoming grown-ups? Um, <sighs> I'll give you an example. I know, I know what you're saying, but yeah. you got, go ahead. What's your, what's your example? Jess brought one up earlier today when uh, Lizzie McGuire actress Hilary Duff was uh, caught giving fellatio in a uh, hotel room by a uh, paparazzi. Hilary Duff got caught giving head? Yeah. Really? I didn't even know this. 
No, no, no. Please get over here. I gotta hear this. This is your fellatio. Uh, we got a fellatio update here. <laughs> Hold on. Right. Talking to the mic. She had just gotten engaged. She was dating that hockey player. Yes. And some paparazzi had been able to get a glimpse into her hotel room and. So she was at least blowing her fiance, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was an invasion of privacy, but. <sighs> Okay, so now you know, realize you're old now because you caught Hillary Duff. It was, it was a few years ago. It was, oh, it was a few years ago? Yeah, it was a while ago. Oh, I thought this was like breaking news. No, nah, this oh, is okay. old. That's but sick. I never knew about it either. Well, you're not supposed to know about it. That's why. I mean, but it was allegedly major news enough that there's a I picture of it on the I internet. I was into pop culture more than Okay, I understand. Sports. Um, I mean, look at there. <laughs> oh, I saw that. That was years ago, I guess. He looks like he's in pain. <laughs> he might be. He looks like he's in pain. You never know. I don't know. All right. What was your what was that moment when it, you realized your child star grew up? I, I realized. Let's see here. When, when was the uh, when was the moment? The Amanda Bynes meltdown. Amanda Bynes is pretty is pretty up there. No. I guess when I saw, I guess when I saw like Mario Lopez. Like on everything, <laughs> and I was just like, Slater's older now. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, I saw like John Stamos on like other stuff. I'm like, he shrunk too. Slater. I'm like, what happened? Like everyone's older now, and then I started seeing like other like like just when I saw Dustin Diamond fighting for ten thousand dollars, <laughs> I was like, all right, it's it's done. Like it's done now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm old. All right, I gotta love it, hate it, or I'll I'll still eat it. It's uh, Whoppers, Circus Peanuts, and Milk Duds. Whoppers, okay, so it's, it's love it, hate it, or I'll still eat it. Hate the Whopper, Bo. Yeah. I don't do fast food. I don't do fast food. No, the candy, the Whoppers. Love Whoppers. I, fr- I, will, I will tackle you right now for a Whopper. I freaking love It's one of the most underrated candies ever, dude. I love Whoppers. Um, what's the other one? Circus peanuts and milk duds. I freaking leave circus peanuts. All right. Use them as packing peanuts. And milk duds, I'll, you know, whatever. You'll eat it. I'll eat, I'll eat it. I'm not a big milk dud guy. Yeah. You see me, right? Like, I don't no, eat a lot of candy, right? You know what I mean? It doesn't look that way. But I will destroy Whoppers. I'm see- Like, it gets sexual, dude. It's fucking crazy, <laughs> man. Got the balls in your mouth? Damn right, brother. Yeah. Damn right. Don't forget to cup the balls. Yeah, a couple. All right. What's the weirdest thing you ever found in your Halloween candy sack? The weirdest thing that I've ever found in my Halloween candy sack. Mm. You know, for the most part, I got pretty normal stuff. Mm. So I can't really say anything. Uh, people are saying that there's a lag right here on, on Facebook Live. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's not me. It's not my feed. It's the Facebook Live feed. Um, I'm just going to write Facebook Live as being a bitch real quick. <laughs> You're supposed to be helping with this stuff, Chuck. I don't, how, you got the control. I don't know. I'm blanking. I can't blame myself. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I found, what about you? Found pennies. That's not weird. Uh, there, was, there was a sack of pennies, and there was weird stuff in it, like belly lint and stuff like that. Oh, that was weird. Well, the guy just like went in his pocket and just gave you a bit of change that he had. Yeah, pretty much. Well, he had baggies of it, like pre-sorted. Yes, but see, people used to do that all the time, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it was a little odd to me. And then the other one was, I think somebody might have dropped some weed in my bag, and I don't know what happened to that when oh, my that's, parents that's went bank error in your favor, pal. <laughs> How about you, Jess? Got a Ziploc bag full of chips. 
Which I thought was disgusting. I'm a wheat thins guy. I like wheat thins. Just a hint of salt. My mom yeah? took them out. I would have too. You would, some <laughs> ladies going, but let me ask you a question now. The person who gave you the chips, I don't know if you actually remember the person's home. Yeah, I do. Okay. That's freaking weird. But <laughs> were they older? Yeah. Did they have like any money? It was a nice house. It was a nice ranch. A ranch? Like the hell did you go trick-or-treat at? Midwest? My neighborhood. Like a ranch style house. Oh, a rancher. Okay. Yeah. But they're an older, they're like older though. Yeah. So, okay. So they don't know no better. No. They're just wanting to give out some stuff. Yeah. All right. What's the largest amount of candy you ever came home with on Halloween? Five pillowcases worth. What did I say? Five <laughs> pillowcases Same worth here. of candy. Now, I wasn't one of the... Now, again, I lived in did the hood. You stop? You had to go home, right? Time out, dude. Let me, let me show you this. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in the hood, all right? Mm-hmm. And there was bag snatchers out there. We all know what bag snatchers yeah. are already. Snatch your, snatch your candy. That shit wasn't happening to me with my buddies. We traveled in packs, yes, all right? Yes, did. Now, we have... You have a pillowcase you go out with, you're armed with, right? It's all about the, 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 the route that you set out. Mm-hmm. So I had a pillowcase in one hand. I had two in my back pockets, all right? <laughs> so I fill up the one bag, fill up the second bag. Once the third satchel's filled, by that time, if you map it out correctly, you should be right out front of your own house. I got you. And you just drop the bags off, and then you scoot on over the other side of the boulevard, and you hit up whatever's left. Five bags, dude. I like it, man. That's how you do and, it. Yo, never hit the same house twice. Oh, when I, I did mine I've done it. Have I've it? done it. Dude, you, you, listen to me. When Those, I got all five, I did not hit the same see, house twice. This, these days you can't do it because there's so many, there's so few trick-or-treaters. But back in the day, 20 years ago, yeah. 30 years ago, the, the, the amount of just the, the overall volume of people these kids, I mean, kids that these people had to see at their house, there's no way, unless you wore some like amazingly like fantastic costume that everyone was like like bragging about that you could never space. forget. But when you dress as the bum, you know how many goddamn bums came to the house? Oh, yeah. Pink you know Rangers. what I mean? Pink Rangers. You know how many yeah. Spider-Mans they see? You know how many like SpongeBob SquarePants they saw? You know, for me, I was like, you know, I had the He-Man stuff yeah. going on. Uh, I went as a snork one year. That was pretty cool. Did you really? Yeah, I like snorks. Um, and then that's what I mean. So it's like, you could always go. And but like I said, you're talking about hours elapsed and thousands of kids. This is when you used to shuttle kids into the neighborhood. Yeah. And it was pitch black. They didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I totally did not hit the same house twice. We made sure we got it all. We scoured the whole ah. neighborhood. See, you're not a gambler. I'm a gambler. I gamble. I tried my luck at the same house twice. Yeah, no, not a gambler. Go for it. All Chuck. right. Now, with today's theme. What's the worst vandalism you ever pulled off on Mischief Night? Okay. So it wasn't bad. I didn't do anything <laughs> bad. But we got this, this evil, just, cuntus of a woman. Mm-hmm. Lived across the street from the house, right? Yeah. Every single day, man, she was out there just busting balls. I mean, every freaking kid, right? Every yeah. kid. So, myself, my brother, a few other neighborhood kids, yeah. we all got together, right? Mm-hmm. When the lights went out, we did a, like, I mean, we just TP'd the shit out of this thing and we sprayed shaving cream and whipped cream. And I mean, the <laughs> house was just saturated in white. Mm. And we put a, a tape recorder on the, on, the, on, the, uh, on the front doorstep and we were playing on a loop. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas mm-hmm. when the lady came out. So here's the thing though 
And this is what made it kind of messed up because people are thinking like, oh, it's not bad, right? Like it's not, that's, it's not that bad. It's just toilet paper and some shaving cream and some whipped cream. And oh, like, I mean, it's, it's going to take two seconds to clean up. Who cares, no. right? It's kind of in a wheelchair and lived, oh. lived alone. Oh, so, I yeah, that's what made it really bad. Yeah, that makes so it So I bad. feel bad. I mean, she's been dead for like half a century now probably. I don't even know. No, she's probably been dead for about 15 years. But she was mean. She was really mean. Did you make a pick? She did. Yeah. The running back. Okay. Well, we're in the middle of this part first, Jess. <laughs> All right. So go ahead, Chuck. What's, 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 what about you? My, mine? So somebody had put sugar in my gas tank. The well, week, probably was my brother. Well, <laughs> No, I knew, I knew the culprit. He, um, he stole the keys to my truck out of my school bag. Was it Beanie? Sim Sima? No, it's just a, uh, a snot-nosed prep school kid who, um, who flat out let me know my truck did not fit in at the Episcopal Academy, which, wow, like way to make me feel like I fit in at school. And uh, so that night on Mischief Night, my buddy and I went to his house where he had a way nicer car than mine. And uh, he had an Audi. I had a 1996. Uh, I got an Innie. Yeah. <laughs> he had a, I had a 1996 Chevy Sonoma that was Smurf blue. <coughs> and uh, he put sugar in the gas tank and ended that, the, the engine seized, uh, seized up. And Someone I, in that control room is out of control. That's just messed up. I mean, that's why I say if it was yeah. my brother or not, because he got yeah. a free pass, dude. Now I stood on the roof of this guy's car, and I did something, and uh, we went to town on it with some paintball guns and a couple other things, but that's the worst I ever did. Yeah, I mean, we used to do the whole, like, the egging. Like, we would just, yeah, like, we, we, would, we would wait in a cemetery, and cars would drive by, and then we'd jump out, we'd egg the car, yeah. and then it would stop, <laughs> and we would run. That was the whole thrill, the chase of it. And then, you know. You get older and you start, start, you know, you start taking those eggs. You learn how to make a nice frittata with it. You know, you know what I mean? So that was pretty good. We took bacon underneath his, uh, his, his handles of his car. So when he reached underneath, there was a nice little piece of bacon in there. It's just, just, it seems like a waste of bacon to me, dude. Yeah, totally a waste of bacon, but... You hey. guys are real thugs, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> real thugs. We are prep school kids, yeah. All right, Chuck, what's next? All right, I think Jess has made a pick. No, no, what's the next question? Oh, that was it, man. That's what the, You got to give me a warning, last one, at least. No, my bad. I wasn't even thinking about that. Thanks, Charles. All right, let's get back to the game. All right. Jess, would you like to announce your pick at running back? It's a good pick. All right, we're taking Hannibal Lecter at running back. Okay. Yes. It's a good pick. I like Hannibal going. Lecter. I got to take a, I got a quarterback, a defense, and a kicker left. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a defense, my defense now. Okay. Because... Again, he's not really big, but he's impossible to figure out. Okay. I'm taking Jigsaw. Ah. From Saw. All right? Because he's, he's just, it's a, it's a very complex defense, all right? Is that who you thought I was taking? No. Oh, right. No, I thought you were taking somebody else, a, kick, a kicker I was going to take. All right. All right, what do you got left? You got wide receiver, tight end. I got quarterback and kicker, all right? There's a lot of people on that list that, you know, you should have taken. Yeah. You know, but you keep avoiding them. So we're going to get into my avoiding deploys. Okay. All right. So my avoiding deploys for this week, again, I'm not the guy who tells you when to start Antonio Brown. I'm the guy who tells you when to sit Antonio Brown. Speaking of which, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be telling you to do that this week. But let's see how I did last week. Last week, I told everyone to avoid Baker Mayfield at Pittsburgh. Meh. Mark Ingram at Minnesota. Check mark. Alshon Jeffrey against Jacksonville in London. Check mark. And then Greg Olson against Baltimore. I missed on that one. Uh, 
told people to deploy Joe Flacco at Carolina. He sucked uh, Jordan Howard home against the Jets. Solid game. D.D. Westbrook against the Eagles. I told you he scored a touchdown, did I not? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And I told you to deploy Vance McDonald against Cleveland. He had three receptions, 47 yards. It's not that bad. This week, I'm going to avoid Matt Ryan at Washington. Okay. Washington Redskins' defense is playing phenomenal, and now we're going to be on the road. Weather won't be so great for Matt. Uh, we're going to avoid on Johnson at Minnesota. Minnesota scoring the, best, the fifth best ranked defense in the league. We're going to avoid Jimmy Graham at New England. The Patriots do a great job bowing up uh, opposing tight ends. And this week, we are going to avoid Antonio Brown at Baltimore. So oh, wow. if you have Antonio Brown, I will put my reputation on the line like I do every single week. And I tow that line very well. And we're going to sit Antonio Brown. We're going to deploy Dak Prescott against the Tennessee Titans. Wow. Yep. Dak, I, I think Dak's going to have a, no, a really big game. Uh, we're going to deploy Chris Carson at the Chargers. Here's the flip side. Mm -hmm. We're sitting Antonio, but we're starting Juju Schuster. Oh, wow. We are going to deploy Juju Schuster at Baltimore and Jesse James, the tight oh, wow. end for the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at Baltimore. Uh, he, he, ben likes a tight end. The Ravens are pretty good against a tight end, but they've given up scores back-to-back -back weeks against, against tight ends. So I'm looking for the, uh, the trend to continue, and they'll give up another one this week. And it won't be Vance McDonald. It will be Jesse James who benefits from that. Uh, that was my avoiding the poison. I also give you some daily fantasy plays uh, for the week. Kind of help you stay under the cash. I mean, under the, under the cap to keep you into the cash. Yeah. Last week, I gave you Case Keenum at Kansas City. He was solid. Uh, Raheem Mozart at Arizona. Just forget about that. Yeah. And then Jordy Nelson against Indy. He had one reception for 14 yards. Oh, wow. I mean, you think Amari Cooper gets traded that his targets are going to go up in a no. shootout game against Indianapolis. I, it just it didn't happen that way. No. Again, we play, you know, we play here on FanDuel. You guys can play on DraftKings, whatever you feel like. Uh, but this week, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick, name starter for this week against Carolina Panthers. He's 7,100. Mm -hmm. I like Chris Carson going up to the L.A. Chargers. He's, he's 6,500. Danny Amendola, the main guy out there in Miami this week, he's playing home against the Jets. He's only 5,400. That's, that's a bargain right there. And uh, Jesse James, who's 4,800, um, he, again, is playing on He's playing for Baltimore. He's playing against Baltimore this week. Uh, that was the the fantasy part of it. Mm -hmm. That was the fantasy part of it. Now it's time to get down to the reality and get down to the business, to the real picks that matter. The NFL picks. Ah. Last week I was three and one. Three and one with my picks. It's good because I was freaking one and three to one the week before. I've been hovering around five hundred. For some reason I just can't break it. But this week we're going to our nation's capital. Taking the Washington Redskins, laying one and a half. You hear me on this one? All right. Washington Redskins laying one and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. That line opened up with Atlanta as the favorite is now Washington minus one and a half. Taking the Chargers, plus one and a half, coming off the bye in Seattle. Melvin Gordon is good to go. The Chargers are back to healthy. I like the Chargers with the point and a half, even though Seattle's been playing much better inspired ball. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints, the only team in the NFC that can beat the, the Los Angeles Rams, who will happen to be playing the Los Angeles Rams this week. They're laying one and a half at home. This will wow. be the first and only loss for the Rams on the schedule. You think they're only going to lose one? It is the only game that the Rams will not be favored in the entire rest of the season. Wow. And I am taking my Super Bowl winning New Orleans Saints to the bank, mm. and they will beat the Los Angeles Rams at home in the dome. Nice. Hey. All right, Chuck. I'm going to call you on that one. You don't got to call me on that. We can bet on it. You don't like it? 
You like no, the Rams? No, 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 no. I'm, you like the Rams? We can do a friend a little wager. That's fine I, with me. I don't know. I'm not a betting man. You know me, man. I don't care about my life. I'll bet anything. <laughs> Kansas City, we're going to stick with the Chiefs on the road at Cleveland. Eight and a half point spread. Chiefs fired their head coach. They fired an offensive coordinator. Problem is, they don't have anybody to really replace him with. Refrigerator was the guy. Yeah, name? I don't think it was. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I think it was toaster oven. I I, can, yeah, I, yeah. I have no idea. The new but, OC is for refrigerator. But the Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites on the road. Again, the Cleveland Browns do play some pretty good defense, but I don't think they're going to be any match whatsoever for the Kansas City offense. Take the Chiefs, lay the eight and a half to the bank. There you have it, folks. Washington minus one and a half. Chargers plus one and a half. New Orleans minus one and a half. And the Kansas City Chiefs minus eight and half points against the Cleveland Browns. Wow. <sighs> Hope that works out this week for everybody. All right, Chuck. I got a tight end, man. I know you do, pal. You've been I working out. I got the tight end, and I can't believe that he hasn't been taken yet. The way you've been drafting, I can believe a lot of things. Uh, let's <laughs> say this. He is the original movie monster, and I'm taking... From Mary Shelley's book, Frankenstein's Monster. I'm taking Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster, his name is. Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's the, doctor. the doctor. Yeah, but everyone knows who Frankenstein is. Hey, so. hey, hey, See, hey. I was going to take Frankenstein as my kicker. Huge uh, foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's foot. who you were. Oh, That's you. who I was taking. <laughs> no, I got him a tight end, man. Solid pick. You sound so happy about that pick. Oh, I love that pick. You're so happy about it. Wait until my wide receiver. I got a better one I've been saving all night. Unless he gets snagged here. I'm taking my kicker now. All right. Because she kicked the shit out of this guy. Okay. She kicked the shit out of him for freaking months. I mean, James <laughs> Kahn was begging for mercy. I'm taking Annie Wilkes from Misery at kicker. Oh, man. She's a stud. She is a stud. Built like a goddamn house. She's, a, she's continued with that role. Uh, you watch American Horror Story. She's a monster in there, too, right? Jessica Lange? No. Uh, well, she was Annie Wilkes in that, in that movie. What was she in? Uh, what's her real name? Who? Um, Annie Wilkes. Annie Wilkes' character? Her oh, name? no, that's Annie Wilkes. Yeah, well, no, no, Annie Wilkes is the character. Yeah. Her name is... Um, oh, no, it's uh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Bates. Kathleen Bates. Bates. Kathleen Bates. Yeah, She's she, just scary and everything. I, I, that movie is one of the... That's she, horror, man. Annie? He's like, Annie? Annie wait. <laughs> Annie wait, okay? Annie wait. See what happened? That this let it let us be a lesson learned, kids. If you are dying on the side of a road after an accident in a snowstorm, just lay there and die. Okay? <laughs> because the road to recovery is a lot more painful it's than misery. the road to heaven. Literally, it is misery, and that is the name of the movie. Now, All right. speaking of misery and dumpster fires, don't forget, next Tuesday is not only November 6th, the night that I'm gonna take on Doug McGregor and Luigi Versa listener heads up. Nice. But it's also, it's voting day. Oh. So don't forget to get out there on November, on November 6th, next Tuesday. Make sure to check your registration. Make sure you're active. I'm active. Are the waves going to hit each other? I'm in a new ward. Oh, nice. I'm in a new ward now. And oh, make so sure, you re-registered. Yeah. Oh, of course. And then make sure you check in your voting it's locations. Responsible. No, it is responsible. And it's also your civic duty to get out there and vote. Doesn't matter what side you're on, you got to be on one side. You can't bitch if you don't go out there and vote. You have no voice. If you don't, if, if, listen, you can't sit there and, and say, my guy didn't win or my girl didn't win or all this other stuff. If you don't actually physically go out there and vote, you don't have a right to complain about these things. If you, you have a say in this, it's, it's your civic duty to go out there and do so. It's your right to go out there and do so. So make, go out there and make a selection. Um, I do every time. That's good, man. 
I write in every time, too. Do you really? I write in at Chuckles152, and I implore you to do the same when you go out and vote next Tuesday. I, I think I'd like to run for office one day. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, just because I like wearing suits. Just doesn't want me to. I would be so corrupt. <laughs> I would be so... I mean, I would get anything done. Whatever you this, need done, just, just, just come in with the bag, put it down, <laughs> and whatever it is, I, I lean on somebody, I lean on them. You got to get something passed, permit, schmermit, whatever, no problem. Yeah. Just, I will take care. I will be the people's mayor nice. for hire. By the way, we got to talk about that in a couple weeks. What's but, that? Uh, collusion and stuff like that. But anyway, also, for governor tomorrow... Write in Nick Coleman as your governor, as I will be doing, and as I've done. Who the fuck every is that time. guy? Who the fuck is Nick Coleman? He is at Coleman Troll on Twitter. He no longer lives in the state, but I'd rather write in Ricky Sanchez. He's the smartest Pennsylvanian out there, and he's not no longer in Pennsylvania. No, guys, listen. <laughs> we're not trying to influence anyone's voting here. You vote for whoever you want to, but just make sure you vote. But here's the here's the That's fun the part. part. Here's the fun part that I haven't even told Rich yet. So next week here at Moonshine. Okay, mm -hmm. you go out there, you vote, and then you bring your ass on back here for the Funkin' Fantasy podcast, and it's five dollar burger and a beer. No, that's you bring awesome. your vibe voted sticker. Oh, Bo, you bring. <laughs> oh, oh man, you bring your five. You bring your vote. I voted sticker. You come in here to moonshine, five bucks burger and a beer. Done. You can't beat that anywhere on the East Coast. Maybe on the West Coast where they're doing like dollar tacos and all shit like that, dude. But here. I mean, you've seen the burgers. Guess where we're going to be next week. Where are you going to be? We're going to be here. Oh, that's beautiful, man. <laughs> After gonna... I vote. <laughs> nice, because I'm going to be voting. I'll have my sticker. I will have voted. Yeah. The whole nine, I'm ready to go. I am happy. I have to take a little bit of time from the show prep to do so, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you get out there and vote. Crystal's here. She's bringing food. Oh, nice. That's all. For who? Oh, you went with the little tomato soup. Yeah. And the, and the, ooh, baby, look at that melted... Gooey, the gooeyness. Oh, that's for me. I'll wait. <laughs> you smell that? <laughs> yeah, it's Ah, awesome. uh, Chuck. Thank you. That looks so good, too. Look at that cheese just running out of the grilled cheese. Oh. The grilled cheese is the best here. Oh, it's so good. It's awesome. So like I said, guys, Tuesday, November 6th, make sure you get out there and vote. Do your damn civic duty. And make sure you The ice you cream vote. man is still out there on October flipping 30th. <laughs> and make sure you vote tonight and tomorrow. For the listeners against Luigi podcast. No, you don't. <laughs> See, you're over here pining for votes, and that, that, that's bullshit. You shouldn't be doing that. There's no ballot stuff oh, in I here. don't even think we need the ballot stuff. This is just one solid team, and I'm just going to solidify it right here. Joe Quillen says, next Tuesday in Chinatown, they'll be celebrating Erection Day with free happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's, uh, that was actually funny as hell. Yes, Joe. that was. <laughs> it's Erection. Oh, Erection Day. Hey, come on, man. Right. I told you I was going to go out as 1% of Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Or whatever's left of Sammy Sosa. But anyway, like I said, voting. It's important. Now it's time for the last pick. I think you can get a song ready for me for this one. I don't know if you have I don't a have song just... by Warren Zevon on there. Oh, you're on Werewolves in London? I'm going Werewolf, that wide receiver. You ever seen the Teen Wolf? If you could see a Teen Wolf play basketball like that, Imagine what a full-grown werewolf can do at wide receiver. No, it's good, dude. I don't have a single one. I'm not taking the one from London, but I'll take the American werewolf. Okay. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Let's Where go are you pick. going at quarterback? Let's go pick. I've been waiting for this one. I don't know where you're going with him. You yeah, saved him for last. Well, I had to make some, I had to make some changes because – that's what happens. You have, to, you have to adapt on the fly in this yeah. game. And 
it kind of screwed some stuff up for me. But that's okay. All right, quarterback. I'm going old school. Yeah, if you see a picture of this thing, it's freaking just outright frightening. Okay. I'm going Count Orlock. Ooh, he sounds frightening. I don't it's even like know it's who like he is. it's like a um, it's it's like a. Um, do I even got that spelled right? Yeah, actually, you do. Oh no, yeah, sure. you do. Jess will look him up. Look up Count Orlock. O R L O C K. O L O O O R L O K. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? All right. So to wrap it up. Listeners, quarterback Jason Voorhees. The running backs are Chucky and Hannibal Lecter. The wide receivers are Ghostface and Werewolf. The tight end is Frankenstein's monster. The flex is Norman Bates. Uh, The defense is the blob. And the kicker is Pennywise from It. Luigi's team being me. The quarterback, Count Orlock. The running back is Leatherface and and Jack Torrance from The Shining. My wide receivers are Mike Myers and Dracula. My tight end is Pinhead. From Hellraiser. My flex is Freddy Krueger. My defense is Jigsaw. And my kicker is Annie Wilkes. This, my friends, has been an absolute biblical beatdown by me. If I lose this thing, it is, I'm shutting it down. Tell me which way you'd go. <laughs> you don't want to know which way he goes. Pick He's e- probably playing for the other team. Pick each one going head to head. We'll figure it out. I want to hear live on air, non biased, <laughs> which team you would go for. All right, here, I'm going to read them to you. You pick each one. We just one. said it. I don't want to sit here and do this again. I want to go home. Who would you go with, quarterback, Jason Voorhees or Count Orlock? Uh, Jason Voorhees. There's one for the listeners. Would you go running back, Leatherface or Chucky? Uh, Chucky. Ooh, there's two. (laughs) Running back, Jack Torrance from The Shining, which is Jack Nicholson, if you don't know. Or would you go Hannibal Lecter? Uh, The first one. You're on the first one. It's two to one. Wide receiver, would you go Mike Myers or would you go Ghostface? Mike Myers. Ooh, it's 2-2. Number th- uh, wide receiver, Dracula or Werewolf? Werewolf. Ooh, 3-2 <laughs> listeners. Hey, shut the fuck up. That's enough. We're done. Well, you, you, can, you can vote on this. You can vote on this later on on, face, on, on, on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy. Jesus Christ. It's going to be a victory. It's going to be something, all right. I want to wish everybody uh, happy and uh, healthy and safe Halloween. Make sure you're checking your kids' candy because, like Charlie said, sometimes you get cocaine and drugs and things like that in your bag. And marijuana. Yeah, marijuana too. I'll take some marijuana. Take the reefer. Reefer? Barely even touched it. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for checking in on Facebook Live tonight and on, on, uh, on Twitter at Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're following the show at Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're following Charles at uh, Golden Taters. Uh, just go at Chuckles152. At Chuckles152. Uh, Chuckles I, I would tell you to follow myself at LuigiCurro22, but I have deactivated my account. Oh, no way. I'm going, I'm going silent for about three weeks, man. I'm taking a good mental okay. holiday from all this bullshit There's on social media. So I'm going to take it easy, relax, but I'm gonna, it's going to help me stay. I'm going to get my inner chi. It's going to help me stay Practicing focused. I, I, I've done yoga. I'm, I lived. Yeah. It was interesting. A hell of a workout. Oh, hell, of a work, hell of a workout, man. Make you sweat um, your ass off. But again, I'm going to be uh, just again, just focusing more on the show and other things, other projects that I have going on. Again, uh, I'm going to be on a reality TV show. That's awesome. Which is freaking crazy. Which one? I'm not saying. Right. It's been announced, though. The reality TV show that. has announced it. Not saying it yet, but hopefully it'll lead into some other. We'll see, man. I always, People always said I had the chance to be something, and they were wrong. Because here I am going into reality TV. 
I'd say that's pretty cool. Make sure you're bringing it back tomorrow night for the at Tony Bruno show. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Tony Bruno show spectacle, which is going to be happening here. The Halloween spectacle. Uh, We're going to be giving out some candy for the people trick or treating coming by. Make sure you stop by and uh, we'll check you guys out next week. Remember, I'm Luigi Kurt to remind you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. Analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.